the future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. It was, I will say, it was kind of cool when I was sitting there when you left the room. Like, that's the artist. That's so cool. I to, mean, to actually even be called that is yeah. always still like, because I still feel like I'm pretending. Like, well, no, with everything, everybody does. Yeah, yeah, but it's like you rolled in there, like, oh, the big artist from the city on vacation. I at was the, coast. the artist from yeah. the city. <laughs> I mean, that's, that was totally it. Yeah, and you actually were all of those things. But then it, it looked pretty cool. It did. It, it felt pretty cool, I will say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not complaining. Oh, did you hear? That's the artist. Mm-hmm. That's what she said to uh, to her husband. Yes. Yeah. All right. Hello, everyone. This is Fun <laughs> Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we're live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Lots to talk about today. I do want to remind everybody to go to funemploymentradio.com. And click on the Amazon link. Oh, what a wonderful link. On the Amazon link right there, Sarah. If you look to, wish to uh, purchase things on, on Amazon, that's all we ask is that you go there first. I bought smart plugs. I, know, I don't think this you actually made talking, it on the, yeah, okay. so on the what, show before. But what yeah. exactly is a smart plug? I'm turning my, my lamps and my fan into smart fans and smart lamps. Wait, so more things you can just verbally abuse? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, kind of. They don't talk back, but they hook up with like a smart home hub, so... Like my fan upstairs, now I'm going to be able to say like, hey, Google, turn on my fan. And it'll turn on my fan for me. Because but of, isn't that you ta- – so that's you still talking to someone. Can't they say like fan on or whatever? Mm, no, I don't think so. I think I, you have to go through one of the other ones. How are you possibly going to figure out how to make this work? I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to make it work. All I want right. to turn everything in my house into smart so I don't have to touch anything. And I just sit there and I say things out loud. So if anybody's going by, I'll seem like a crazy person all the time. Like, uh, like, what do you say? Like, Google, turn hey, on Google. my lights. Turn on my lights. Turn and on my lights, And I'll Google. yell louder and louder until it'll actually happen. But, yeah. And someone's just going <laughs> to walk in from the street and, like, help you turn on your lights. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Looking in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live for members of the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club. Uh, thank you to Mr. Jenky who just said, uh, you don't need smart plugs, Greg. Your hairline is fine for now. Uh, for today. This one, yeah. Mm. I mean, it does seem like that forehead gets slightly larger It does not. Day. Knock it off. You don't know what are you're you talking afraid, about. If you were going to lose all of your hair, yeah, you know, because you are getting older, hand of time comes to us all. Would you rather lose it all in at once, or steadily, but people can kind of see that it's going? Oh, that's a look. And and for everybody out there who doesn't, who is doesn't have hair like or whatever. Way to go, Greg! <laughs> so like I'm not trying to. People get mad at me. Um, but if I were to lose my hair, which we're not saying that's happening, and we're not saying that's going to happen, I guess actually knocking on our wooden table. But if it right were now. to happen, I don't know because the problem is I can feel the top. Feel, I can feel my head, and my head's very lumpy. Like it's hidden underneath this hair, so nobody knows. All right, so would you but rather weird, have like, the lumps gradually revealed or just all at once? I don't want to hear about the nooks and crannies. I might head. just go with a full wig, like get bald and then just wear a wig, and then no one would ever know. Get a very well-made wig. I should be taking pictures so that I can like have it like three D printed so it's perfectly, yeah, yeah. I might go that route and then no one would know. All right, so you go for all of it at once. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you have it's to not pick something one. I want to think. Why do I have to pick one? Because I just gave you the two options. <sighs> Another, I mean, you're also starting with hair in both of them, so that's like a good place to start. It's not necessarily. Horrible. It is no, and I'm not saying it's horrible. And there's nothing wrong. It kind of sounds not like, having hair. It kind of sounds like you're hair shaming people. I'm just saying in the live chat I'm seeing Courtney says I see Greg has a comb over in his old age. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not saying you're going like completely bald, but I'm saying like whatever hair a that is over? going to go, like yeah. if you get the ultimate, you know, like the U shape, like that thing, oh, if it's all going to go. Yeah. Gradual or all at once, just so you're not like torturing yourself. I feel like gradual, you like hold on, grasp at straws, although it's slow torture every day. I don't know what all at once. Then what? Just like boom! This is yeah. It's more of like the monk. Thing. Like it just like falls out like on one, the sides, like one big clump. But in I don't one, think all in your, night. you wouldn't lose all of your. You do like you know the male pattern baldness area. So like that part. Yeah. Not like every single strand of your hair falling out, but I mean. Are you trying to tell me something? All right. Well, anyway, I think I think I'm doing okay. Your widow's peaks are getting a little peakier. What? Well, that's fine. That's part of age. That happens that way. Like, I'm that's just kidding. Fine. I can't tell any difference. Oh, my God. 
All right. Well, anyway, thank you for the nightmares. All right. So which one, real quick? Go to funemploymentradio.com. What? Gradual. I'm gonna I'm gonna stretch it out okay. as long as I can. I, okay, that makes sense for you. Yeah. But also, if you go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link, I'm sure you can find all sorts of hair care products covering whatever you need, be it cover up or a new fun colored wig or maybe some hair grow back serum. All right. Whatever okay. you'd like. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Okay, let's talk about what happened this last weekend. We're going to go through a few things here because we had another um, Fun Employment Radio and Friends adventure this last weekend. So we're in Portland, Oregon. And, um, you know, been here, been in Portland today, like, over the last few weekends. And it was one of those weekends where I was talking about this to people a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, I just want to get out of town. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to go somewhere. We live close to a lot of cool areas. Uh, the problem is right now, this time of year to just get out for a weekend, last second notice, if you want to stay somewhere, it gets a little hard to find somewhere. And, and when you do find school places, just got out. School just got out. And when you find a place, it is like triple the price that it usually is. Right. Yeah. Things get really expensive. And so yeah. I was looking and I found a couple of rooms in, um, in a place called Long Beach, Washington. Now, we'll explain that here in a minute. But we'll talk about everything going up to it. And then we'll explain the weird, strange strange universe that is Long Beach, Washington. Oh, but boy. before we get to that, so I, I actually hadn't been there in, in I don't know, maybe since I was a kid or something. So um, we it's it's over on the coast to give you just kind of a geographic reference. And we go from Portland, you know, the Columbia River flows through Portland and then it empties out into the Pacific Ocean. And at that point is where Astoria, Oregon is. Astoria is amazing. Astoria, Astoria is, where, is a magical place. Yeah. And we've talked about it on the show here yeah. before too. Um, but we had... Uh, you know, with that Astoria, geez, we had, you know, that's where The Goonies was filmed. That's where... Kindergarten Cop Kindergarten was Cop, Free Willy, uh, lots of lots of amazing things in Astoria. And it just, just that, and, that part, but... Yeah, and it just looks like when you drive into town, like uh, like any like any town USA from some, like, any movie that you've seen. It does. It's just, it's gorgeous. Though. Yeah, this it's all on a big hill that goes down to a really neat little downtown with a port. It's a giant port city, so huge tankers come in there. The Columbia River is enormous, in case anybody doesn't realize that. When we say river, I mean, it's it's one of the biggest rivers in the world. So it's huge, miles across. So that story is really cool. And we went in there, and just to talk through a couple of the things that we did there, referencing back what we did at the beginning, Sarah... Went and saw something when we got. I it. did so. Um, we all stopped by. Few, yeah, so a few years back, I I hadn't. I've never seen it well, except for when I was actually painting it. But I had never seen it in person. But um, I was commissioned to paint a portrait of this uh, brewery dog, basically for a local brewery in Astoria, and uh, by a couple of the employees who wanted to um, pay to get it for the owner. And um, it's been like a few years since I've heard from these people, so I never knew. But like I always remembered the name of the brewery. And I'm like, if I ever go to a store and we have time, I would love to just come by here because I'm pretty sure they put it up on the wall, like mm-hmm. above the taps. So um, – and I'm sorry. I, of course, I came back with like a head cold, so my apologies. I've sound a little congested. Um, yeah, and so we got to go in and then um, – because I was telling Greg, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I just want to see if it's, if it's still there because – you never know. You make something for somebody and they could just like take it and either hang it in a point of prominence or like put it in a closet. Right. You do a lot of portraits a year. Exactly. And how often do you get to see them actually in like businesses? Usually they're personal portraits, yeah, right? Yeah, not really. Well, I've seen like pictures of them in businesses. Like yeah. when I did um, Lido for um, Dr. Brady Smith. Oh, yeah. yeah that's from true. The drill yeah, yeah. So, right. like, so like his is in there. So I have one. I have one now in a dental office and I have one in a brewery. <laughs> so went in. And it was really cool because one of the first things I saw when I walked in, I'm like, oh, okay, because I'm pretty sure this is the place. And then I looked and I saw all the taps above there, and it was the pa- the painting. It yeah. was just hanging above those. Yeah. And so it's just sitting there, and you w- walked in. Now, you haven't seen this before. You've seen pictures on their Facebook page. Yeah. But, again, this was probably like five years ago maybe. Like, yeah. So it's been a long time since I since I painted this. So – what was it like seeing it? Ab- it was above super that? cool, and then I wanted so to it was say sitting something. Sitting above the bar, yes, yeah, so it's above the bar. It's hanging above, um, yeah, above all of the um, all the brew taps. So it's just right there, front and center. It was really, really cool to see. Um, yeah, and so I'm like, okay, well, I want to say something because I need to tell the guy. Yeah, like I want to. Yeah, and you didn't know who that guy was. No, no, and I, I hadn't met him, but I had heard of him when they had hired me to do it. So I was like, oh, by the way, I just want to let you know. I'm like. I, I painted that. See, and that's, that's one of those things where it's like, how do you tell somebody? Because we, you were talking about it, and, and, and you were like, I don't know if I want to say it. And I was like, well, I mean, I can say it for you. 
be like, uh, by the way, she's over there. She's the one that painted the dog portrait. No, and I didn't want you to say something because I don't know how you'd say it. Like, it, just, this How do you think me. I would have said it? I don't know. You'd make it weird. <laughs> I'd rather just do it myself. Like well, which things. you did. Yeah. But it was, it was cool because you did that. I mean, this is a tiny little place. And then... Um, and then Sarah went, I don't know, use the restroom or something. And then there were people that were sitting there at the bar being like, well, that was the artist. That's the artist. That's so like cool. you were referred to as the artist. I know. It's so cool. Yeah, that's and pretty awesome. Like, and then I was talking to the guy and he's like, yeah, people come in all the time and ask who the artist was that did that. I'm like, oh, well, here is my card and that is my name. Because he's like, yeah. I know it was some like some uh, woman painter in like, in <laughs> Portland or something. Because he knew I was a female. Yeah. And he knew I lived in Portland, but that was pretty much all yeah. he knew. I'm like, oh, well, that's because he said he was trying to figure out my name. As yeah, he said a lot of people signature. ask. A yeah. lot of people ask about your painting yeah. and ask who the so artist cool. is. And the, the coolest thing, even more so, so I painted um, a picture of the dog when it was a puppy. And now he is an old fuzzy buddy. Yeah, the dog was there. That's the, the best part. The dog was there. Yeah. Oh, so he's like, oh, well, you know that this is Dexter right over here. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, that's the that's the dog you painted. So hung out, got to hang out with Dexter for a bit, the coolest dog ever. Yeah, pretty cool dog. Yeah, he was super cool. So just I will, a bar dog. Just let me just say, it, it was Hondo's. That's the name of the brewery in Astoria. Just Dexter just owns the place. Yeah. Like, like you know, most good boys do. Yeah. Yep. Even when we had driven back through yesterday, I'm like, I just want to stop in and say hi to Dexter <laughs> real quick. Coolest dog. So, um, so that was really, that was pretty surreal. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it, pretty cool. I mean, even for for me to see that, that was that was pretty exciting. I think we all enjoyed it. And then went from there, uh, you know, just kind of went around Astoria for a while, took a look at some places. As, as, like we said before, Astoria is really fun. By the way, Atomic Hotel, we'll be calling you. <laughs> um, we need to get back a hold of you. Yes. Because we're, we, we, I know we brought it up on the show before doing that group trip over there. We're going to make that happen. Yeah. Like it's, and it's we have cool. some good ideas now. Like we were yeah. there, like – we got some solid ideas. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. We got some more ideas. So pretty cool stuff. And and we'll talk about that trip there. But yeah, again, you know, it's it's really like this idyllic little coast town. As I'm noting, I'm seeing here in the chat, uh, Canada just said um, it was a freaking dump 20 plus years ago. And I said it as someone whose family is from there. Yeah. I mean, it, it certainly wasn't, you know, it wasn't like it is now. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that's come in. And honestly, I think in a good way, you know, there's some breweries there now. There's some cool stuff on the waterfront. They developed all that. Mm. Like, it's it's nice, and uh, and so go you go from there. And this is again on the Oregon side of the Columbia River. Now there's a giant bridge there. The I Astoria. Mean, giant. How many miles long is that thing? I looked it up before we started because I wasn't sure. Mm. It's the Astoria Megler Bridge. So there, the Megler. It's actually Astoria Dash Megler, but nobody ever calls it that. It's okay. called the Astoria Bridge. That's the Washington side, apparently, is Megler. Uh, but it is uh, four point one miles wide. Yeah, and that's nuts. You're on this bridge that's four over four miles long. Like yeah. between two the long. Excuse me. Yeah, which is kind of um, terrifying. Yeah, if over you're the thinking water. about it, like you're over the water and you're just like, okay, and you feel like you've been going forever, and yeah. you're like still in the middle of this body of water, and all you can see are sandbars that, like, you know. That you can see and not see depending on how high or low the tide is. And knowing that those are all just like quicksand. But yeah. even if you did mm-hmm. fall off and you think that they're solid, then no, it's just going to like suck you in. Yeah, the Columbia River is notoriously one of the wor- most dangerous places for ships to come in because it's so much water coming out. And then there's, yeah, these changing sandbars. It's like a storied history of being dangerous. And you, you go across this bridge, though. I'm looking at some bridge facts there. Uh, it's the longest continuous truss bridge in North America. So I oh. didn't realize that. It is. I was on a really, really long bridge in um, in outside of St. Lo- um, Louisiana, I mean, yeah. New Orleans. Exactly, New like Orleans. Like Pontchartrain, yeah. I can't even talk it's about it. It's the causeway. Yeah, how long yeah. is that one? That one's way longer. That one's like 20-some miles, but it's a different kind of bridge. Oh, okay, so this yeah. particular type of bridge. Particular type okay. of bridge. Yeah, I think the, the causeway is like, I don't know, it's at least like 20, 30 miles, I want to say. I, I could be wrong on that, but yeah, it's, that thing was it's definitely longer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this one, either way though, pretty long bridge, and you're going over the river there, pretty fun. So get over there onto the Washington side, and again, if you're looking at the map, you can see exactly where this is. Go to the mouth of Columbia, just go right there onto the to the Washington side, and there's it's it's way more forested. You instantly lose. There's no city there when you cross over, and it's just forest and it's parkland, and there's like these old forts like from World War II and before oh, which where you is can so go there. Cool. Yeah, very cool. There's actually some good videos on our Instagram page uh, showcasing us walking through a couple of them. And, and yeah, it's really neat. Like, I mean, you can walk rem- right in. It seems extremely dangerous, to be honest, but they're old, like, cement bunkers. Oh, see, those ones were so, like, tame compared to the ones when I grew up on Whidbey Island. They have them, 
lining like the entire like base of the island. And yeah. there are ones that, I mean like I'm sure they've all been discovered now, but I mean when we would go for a family walks, like you would just kind of go down into a thicket like something that hadn't really been like walked through before and you could like mm-hmm. pull apart bushes and find still like old um bunkers, like old smaller bunkers, you know, with like gun holes in them mm-hmm. so that they could like sit and shoot. Yeah. It's nuts. And also um the one on Wimpy Island, it was just like like mazes you couldn't see anything anywhere and they hadn't sealed off the ceilings so there were all these other like panels that you could get into oh wow and being like shithead teenagers you know kids would go up there and party and like you know trash Mm -hmm. the place and everything so they ended up sealing these off but it was that one was super freaky but seeing these ones totally was giving me flashbacks to looking at them with my dad because he would love to like hide from my sister and I and then like pop out and scare us yeah that, which, which is exactly what you would. Which is, I mean, funny. I think it's hilarious because I was actually. <laughs> I think I scared a couple of kids walking through in these things because it's it is it's it's like something out of a movie. Like pretty much this entire weekend was like something out of a movie because you walk through these giant cement bunkers. You can get back in there, um, very not protected very well. So that part does seem like something where. It did seem kind of dangerous. But still, you could you could walk through there. They still have a couple of the guns are actually there, you know, blocked off, so you can't, like, use them. They're bricked. <laughs> yeah, but they're, they're giant cannons. Not you know, functional cannons. Not functional cannons. Yeah. Uh, but it's pretty cool history, just just sitting there. And it was started in, like, before the 1800, or 1896, uh, before the yeah. 1800s, 1896, I mm-hmm. think, and then all the way through World War II, and just how it was built to, in case, like, the Japanese came up the river. That was one of the defense mechanisms. They never actually used them. They never would fire on them. Although the Japanese did fire right up there. Uh, they did attack mainland U.S. right there. But. Wow. Okay, old man. Fact. Uh, but not right at that point. It was a little bit further south. So, cool. Cool stuff. Cool history. Cool parks. Beautiful. I mean, it really is pretty amazing right there. And you go around, you go to Cape Disappointment. Which is that the other end there, right at the right at the mouth of the Columbia River? Um, it really fun. Yeah, Cape Disappointment's really pretty too. It has just like that pretty lighthouse. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it pretty- was, I was more excited about the fort because that's like at least something you can more explore. Like Cape Disappointment is something you can like that looks very pretty, but I do like more of the adventure of a fort. Yeah. Well, either way, they're they're great. I'm just saying it's very pretty. It's very neat. Very cool parks. Then you get a little bit further north. And you end up getting into the cities. And this is where we start talking about this side of the adventure. So you first go through a town called Ilwaco. It's I-L-L-W-A-C-O, I think. It's something one like L. That. One L. Yeah. I-L-W-A-C-O. Ilwaco. And it's a tiny town, tiny town USA. And it's not on the beach. It's just kind of in between there. And you you drive into this thing, and it it looks like something from The Walking Dead. It and I'm like, not even exaggerating. It looks like the town that people forgot. Yeah. Like it's – Abandoned – like they had a little downtown with giant abandoned maybe buildings. Maybe every fifth building there was some sort of semi-functional business in there that was, of course, not open. Yeah. Midday on a Saturday. Yeah. Which is like – it was weird. There was nobody out. You didn't see any other people. No. It was – it was weird. It was strange. I mean, I mean there would be like nothing, 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 nothing. Like Susie's Mermaid Photoshop. Nothing, 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 nothing. And then like I don't know some sort of like uh, all-encompassing like cafe, smoothie bar, like you know sandwiches, yeah. pasta, whatever. Like they're saying, all right, well, there's nothing else in this town, so we're going to make sure we have everything. Yeah. And do it. And I don't even think it was open. No, no, yeah. I don't know if anything was was actually. I don't open. think it was. And then you go through, yeah, and then just boarded up buildings, like boarded up, like three corners would be boarded up. It was weird. So you go through that, and it's it's a small place, and then you keep on going up north, and at this point you're on the Long Beach Peninsula, and you're heading towards Long Beach, Washington. So it's a big, long – I mean, it's a big, long peninsula, very narrow. How are you saying that? Big, long peninsula. Peninsula. Peninsula? Yeah. I thought it was peninsula. Peninsula. I don't know. I say peninsula. I've never heard it with the accent like that. It makes it sound so, so glamorous. Peninsula? I always say Peninsula. I always thought it was peninsula. I don't know. I always say it with a U. Because I grew up on a peninsula, and I thought it was a peninsula. Maybe it's maybe it's your fancy pronunciation. I don't know. I don't know if it's fancy I kinda, or not. I kind of want to call it that. It sounds more... I would say peninsula. Peninsula. Maybe that's wrong. I'm not sure. Well, either way, that's what I... <laughs> it was Long Beach. Uh, now I'm going to have to look that up and see if I've been saying it wrong the whole entire time. I don't know. I, or I've I'm, been saying it like a hick. Well, one of us. Well, where I am. I don't know. Peninsula. Oh, my gosh. Who's right or wrong in this situation? Is it Eula or Ulla? I think it's Peninsula. Peninsula. 
Uh, here, here we go. All right, how do we do it? Are you going to play it here? Yeah. What, are we get consulting the internet? Peninsula. Peninsula. Yeah, that does make sense. <laughs> you know what? There's uh, Now that I'm saying this, because I, I don't always say it peninsula. It depends on peninsula. For some reason, I'm saying it with Long Beach like that. I don't know why. Because oh, anyway. you're trying to make it better in your mind than what it actually turned out to Maybe. be. Maybe. Does that sound fancier? Well, here's what it turned out is this. So we uh, you get up in there. And it's this long stretch of a town. It's probably the whole town's probably like five miles long and like two streets wide. Yeah. So between like it's a Iwaka, right? So that's the one that you go through. Yeah. And then like about five miles north is Long Beach, and you're kind of anticipating like, well, you know, you have to know when it's coming because it's going to be this amazing place. And then you look, and it's kind of like dry, dusty town, dry, dusty town. And then all of a sudden, there's a welcome to Long Beach. Sign. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Okay, we're here now. This is now we are here. This is it. And, you know, <laughs> at first it just kind of looks like a coast town. There were definitely people there. There were people out on the street walking around. There's a little downtown. They've got like a little amusement park thing there. Well, park. I mean, you know, like a couple of rides. We'll say that. Yeah. Maybe not a park. Some like go-karts and then like. Some go-karts. Like two, like a some sort of Ferris wheel thing. Right. A bar and then. And then that's it. So mm-hmm. <laughs> like a couple of things. And so this hotel that I found, um, it was one of the – it was the the only deal I could find online for the Oregon coast for this weekend. Pretty much Greg everywhere – told me about it. I'm like, that seems affordable. And like from what I recall, because I haven't been there for like 15 years either, I'm like, I thought it might be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And so we – you know, there's a group of us. We've got a couple of rooms and – and uh, it was the only thing under $250 a night anywhere on the Oregon coast for this weekend. It was very expensive over there. But this one we found, thought it was a not cheap, but a deal. Yeah, it was a deal. It was a deal. Um, and here's how this room was. So it was located right in downtown Long Beach. I guess if you call it downtown, um, meaning it was by the bar, uh, the Bar, yeah. and yeah, specifically the only <laughs> the bar bar is <laughs> there, and you so so you go pull up to it, and I think it was called it was called one thing, but the first thing you notice when you see this building, it's like a two story hotel, is that the it's got one of those giant signs, but they had painted over in black paint the previous name of the place, but then didn't put the new name on top of it. No. No, and it, so it was just this big sign. It had this, like, black like, – somebody definitely took, like, a roller, like a paint roller yeah. and just rolled out the, the original name of it and it just says, like, Inn and Hotel or something. <laughs> so it just leaves that with this big black splotch above it. But the whole thing, I'm like, oh, that's not promising. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like pulling in. It's like, that doesn't look good. And the place, like – you know, when you're looking for a place on, on the internets and sometimes it looks kitschy? Uh-huh. And then when you see it in person, you're like, no, that wasn't kitschy. That was just trashy. Again, like- continuing on like on the movie theme of the <laughs> entire weekend going from Astoria to this, it was like something like you pull up and you're like, no, it can't be that bad. No, it can't be. It's like, oh, wow, it is. So the rooms themselves – why don't you talk about yours? <laughs> so you get, get checked in. So you get checked in, and we're and you know there are all these people, around, and I will. God, I am not judgy. I am not. You know that I'm not. I mean, I'm kind of. I mean, like we're being honest about. It. We're being honest. There, it was honestly like the the worst kinds of tourists. Like there were just like people like shoving each other on the street, like lots of screaming and like that. It was just full of garbage people. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, um, even more so, I think, should I specify, like, that particular guy that we saw? Well, we can should get we to that, that later. But why are we talking right. about the hotel? Um, yeah. So, anyway, so we're doing this. We're like, okay. Woman at the desk who's front desk is very nice. And so she's like, all right, you guys are going to be on the back of the hotel. So Greg got his key and I got mine. I went into mine. And the first thing I noticed is just this. It looks fine-ish. Yeah. It's very dated. But, I mean, I don't – I mean, I've stayed at, like, little coasty hotels before. And, like, that's fine. I'm not that particular. But this one kind of had a really weird smell to it. It kind of smelled like – it smelled like urine. <laughs> and then when I even – I was just kind of looking around. I'm like, what is happening here? Like it just – it seemed like it was definitely at some point like a very different type of hotel. And then they kind of, you know, roller painted over the original name and, yeah. and like charged like a, you know, extra $50 more per night. Right, right. Um, it uh, also – yeah, when I also got in there, the toilet was broken. Like, in my 
in my thing. It was it was just it was weird. <laughs> like it wasn't that much money, but it was enough to be like there should at least it should at least be like okay. The toilet shouldn't be broken. So of course, then I spent the next five minutes like re- like searching the mattress, making sure it didn't have bed bugs. Yeah, well, we have Black's Pest Services on here before, and yeah. they said you know that you can do that. You can search along and. Well, yeah, no, and I've I've known people have like so I did that. I looked through my entire mattress, so I get like five <laughs> minutes lifting up and like looking the lining, and it looked fine. Yeah. So I mean, it was it was kind of terrifying. But yours, I think, was even yeah. Well, mine, I had the I didn't notice it at first until I was in there for a while. But I and it's a non-smoking room. But had a now. fireplace, which was weird. Yeah, now. Uh, and that's also what it's like. I, I think that's that the, what made me sick, too. Because whenever there's been, like, <clears throat> old cigarette smoke and, like, carpets and stuff, I can feel it. Like, it it makes me sick. And I feel that. I'm yeah. like, you could tell that it was all a smoking hotel at some point. Oh, I'm well, I can tell you my room was, whether <laughs> it was supposed to be or not. Because the comforter that was over the bed had cigarette burn holes in it. There were cigarette oh. burn holes in the comforter as though like somebody were smoking in bed and like they kept dropping their cigarette out like something out of a nightmare where this is going to like set up the whole place. So there were cigarette hole burns in the comforter and then I found them later on they were also on the curtains next to the In the curtains? On the curtains for the window also had cigarette burn holes. So this place was just classy all around. Classy all around but it's like there's there's no place to go you know what are you going to do? There is nowhere else. And I even heard her talking on the phone when I checked in where somebody called asking if they had any room. She's like, nope, we got a list, but that's it. Like I can uh, – you're you'd be like seventh on the list. So, I mean there was a long wait for this hotel. Because there's no place – there's no place to stay. No. So this is it. So we got that. And then, you know, again, it's very – It's it honestly is like three to four streets wide. Like that's it. And the, with one main street and the rest of that's – Houses, and then you have the beach. And the beach is still like another half mile away because you had to go through this forest to get to the beach. So, And also, even though, though it, it does hold the record for like the world's longest beach. Uh, that's according to their sign. Is that even true? According to their signs, and also it's also the world's like most like unusable beach. Yeah. Because you can't even go near the water. Like it's just like. Yeah, the undertow is terrible there, so you yeah, can't so get you in. Yeah, so you can just kind of drive onto the beach, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, and they've yeah. got like a boardwalk you can walk on, which lifts you up off the beach. Anyway, you know, and again, Long Beach, you know, that's what you are. That, in all fairness, that's to be expected, I suppose. The rest of it, though, was pretty, pretty mind-opening. So there was one bar. There's a there was supposedly another bar like miles away. That uh, that Google Maps pointed out and said it was like three blocks away. It was not. It was – I never did see it. Mm-hmm. But I guess it was like miles down the road. Yeah. And Even though it said it was like right down though, like yeah. a block away. Oh, yeah. That's another thing I learned this weekend. I rely too much on Google Maps, at least in situations like this, because it was wrong about several things mm-hmm. in that city. Which was super fun to be wandering around without knowing where we were going and Greg saying, no, I swear, it's right down here. Well, it did. It's That's what it said. I mean, it said it would be right down there. So lesson learned, don't trust Google Maps, at least in the city of Long Beach, Washington. Because it's not right. It's not accurate. Also, may I say one more thing about our hotel? Yeah. Um, one of the amenities that they boasted about was how um, there was a pool. <laughs> so we were all excited. I'm like, oh, I brought, I got a new bathing suit. So I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go swimming. We get there. The pool looks like it hasn't been used in years <laughs> in, or cleaned for that long at least. It had like garbage around it. Yeah. But they're still on their website talking about, like, come swim in our, like, wonderful pool. Like, I'm, I was re-looking at our bookings. It's just like, oh, yeah, and come relax at our pool. And I'm like, oh, you know, close to the beach and close in town. This is why it's so funny. I mean, in hindsight, this is hilarious. I mean, it's hilarious. I thought when I was looking, was, like, that has to be a reflection from, like, the si- like no. the wood slats around it. No, you couldn't even see the bottom like, of it. They don't green even. Green algae. They didn't even try to clean it. Like, no. not even try it's it's late June. Yeah. And they haven't even tried. Like, That's what's – It was just I mean, boggling. They didn't say, like, sorry, out of order. It was just still there. No, you could have gone in it if you wanted to. I don't think anybody would have stopped you. You could have gone for a dip in that thing. Oh, man. It was, it was pretty gnarly. I mean, it really was pretty gnarly. So 
<laughs> so that's all just setting up the hotel. Then, you know, and we're not going to – we've got some other things we want to talk about today too, but just kind of recounting some of this stuff because it was just so strange. You know, the – It was the strangest place. Something that was cool was Marsh's. The, the free museum mm-hmm. in Long Beach. That's actually pretty cool. And it's just this, one of those weird small town, you know, museum with quotations because they just have a bunch of weird crap in there, but it's really a store to sell other crap. And yeah. and that's all it is. And they have Jake the Alligator Man there. They have Jake the Alligator Man, which is some weird alligator thing with a head sewn on it. So it looks like it was a mummified alligator that's man. That's so weird. That's only like, you know, a foot long. No, it's probably like about two, two and a half, three feet long. Okay, two and yeah. a half, three feet long. Mm-hmm. And Get it right, Greg. Get it right about yeah, Jake I'm, the Alligator Man. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> so so you have uh, that and then just random, like, a lot of uh, taxidermied animals and things. So many random taxidermied animals. Like, if if that stuff bothers you, you might not want to go in there because they have everything taxidermied from, like... Because that's about all you got going right there. Yeah. And so it's just, like, surra- and old, weird, like, nickel machines mm-hmm. where it's, like, see your future. And then mm-hmm. you put in a nickel mm-hmm. and then there's, like... Creepy clown heads. There was um, like a Madame. What was it? Madame Estrella. Yeah, that was the uh, like the fortune. Yeah, teller. the fortune teller. Yeah, the old old timey fortune teller with mm-hmm. the motorized. Who like, warned Greg to be aware of somebody with dark hair who's going to take away his happiness? I'm like, Greg, it's you. Yeah, I know. That's on our you. Instagram as well. So yeah, it was me. I'm, I should fear myself somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me some nightmares. So all that cool, and then you know walked around, and there's just not. There's just not much to do. There's one bar, and I'll just skip through a, a bunch of it, a, b- a bunch of walking around, not seeing anything. Like Sarah said, there were some – it's an interesting tourist spot. There's a – for the most part, there's a specific kind of person that's there. It's kind of the uh, – how do I describe this in a not – it's very rural, rural Washington getaway spot. Yeah. Um, there was a man walking around, and I won't say they was all like this, but just this person no, in particular like... stood out. Uh, a guy walking around with a Confederate flag tattoo on the back of his neck. A, a big one. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that guy. And then it was they, just... It was not all like that, though. I don't want to make... No. That was kind of the But it was extreme. also... It, it was maybe not the friendliest place either. Like, everyone just seemed... I, I'm sorry if you're, like, from Long... If you're from Long Beach, you're not going to listen to this show. Yeah, I'm pretty fine. I'm pretty sure. It was just it was just a not good place. And I I like adventures and I like going to places, but I mean like this place, it was just dusty and sad and mean and nothing was happening and all the food that they had to offer was just ice cream everywhere. And we were just <laughs> trying to find food and we ended up having to basically walk walk like uh, over a mile to just find a place that was selling food. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all just adds to it. I mean, it's, it it's pretty, part of the experience. I mean, I will never forget it. I've had, no, I've it's had still tons a whole experience. Of, yeah. I've had tons of wonderful times at the coast that all kind of blend together. This one I will never forget. <laughs> the, <for sure. laughs> the last thing I wanted to bring up to you is just the being in the bars. Uh, well, bars. I keep saying bars. There's one bar. Uh, there's one bar, supposedly some other bar somewhere, and there's like a, a brew pub that we had to walk, yeah, like two miles to get to. So, So the bar – that's where all those other people kind of go, and they're just hanging out in there, anybody who is around there, including locals. And we ended up noticing there was a theme. There's definitely an older man theme at this bar. I would say there were a, a disproportionate number of There's so many uh, like 70s-plus men. Yes. Yeah. Lots of, of old man cotton tops. Yeah, a lot of old man cotton tops. Mm-hmm. Some of them were hitting on you, I know. And it wasn't even like the fun because sometimes it's like, oh, you're sweet. Like they were just kind of – they were a little more aggressive than usual, I think. It's just like, so what's up with you, sweet thing? I'm yeah. like, Jesus Christ, I'm nothing. I'm fine. Please leave me alone. I'm just sitting here having a beer. Oh, God. Yeah, there there was another guy who was uh, – I saw him hit on a couple of people, a couple of women. Then he decided to hit on me too. I think he was just kind of floating with wherever the wherever the winds were going to take him that night. He was open and, and more power to him, you know, whatever. Uh, but just a little too handsy on – uh, rubbing I remember my, he with was the back like, rub. It was one of those back rub situations. Oh, no. I yeah, where I, I was sitting that. at the bar and he was sitting next to me. I'm like, hey, you know, I'll talk to the locals. They're having a good time. And then he's like, ha, ha, ha. And then he gets a little closer and ha, ha. And this is an older guy. And all of a sudden, it's like putting his arm around me, putting, like pinching my shoulder and giving me one of the shake, you know, those, hey, buddy. And I keep saying more and more provocative things. Tell like testing the waters. Tell what he said. What? Asking. 
No, he was he was talking about. I'm not going to repeat some of the things he said. Yeah, he was talking about stuff. It, it was really. Uh, so like, I'm not going to repeat. Some it of was it. a lot. I'm just like, whoa! You're actually just saying that in public. Oh yeah, I will. Can say, we also say what his name is? No. <laughs> yeah, his name was Greg. His it name was. was Greg. Oh, yeah, Greg. I will. His s- name was Greg. Yeah, it was. I was like, no. Nope. Okay, and you know, you throw off all the physical cues you can to be like, no, cool, man. Whatever you're in, no. Like, stop rubbing my shoulders. <sighs> anyway. There was all that. So the the bottom line is it was it was an interesting trip. It was somewhere that I'm I'm and I we you know we talk a lot about adventures here on the show. So I have and we like to share those with people and tell people about them, especially when we find cool places. I will say this is one. Yeah, nah, I'll pass on this. I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it. And I tried really hard to find something redeeming and f- fun to take away from there. But even with a group of people, I wouldn't go there because you can't even utilize the beach. So I, I and that's you know again, that's not and, Long Beach City's fault. But man, and let's just state for the record, also they um, they they passed some ordinance pretty recently there. Oh yeah, that's the kicker. That is there um, that there is actually a one hundred percent tax on liquor. Yeah, if you are buying like for example like a like a six dollar bottle of wine, it will cost you at least twelve dollars. Yeah, yeah, like, it's it's a hundred percent. You can't even like there are no. I think like the same with like liquor, with beer, with everything. Like everything is so <laughs> ridiculously expensive because they are taxed a hundred percent. Yeah, on their alcohol sales. But that's uh, which is nuts, and that's where it's at, you know. And then you get out of there, and then you go back, and you see this the amazing scenery and everything else that goes on. But that uh, we wanted to share so everybody else knows what this adventure was like for us. And you know, I would just so say some if you other see, people have had. If you see a discount place in Long Beach and they're just like, hey, you know what? You won't end up actually saving money because you're going to end up spending so much more money like trying to find things to do. Yeah. yeah. So that was uh, that was about it. I will say the final thing. Uh, other Greg did invite me back to his hot tub. I declined. Declined. Oh, Greg's. Like duh. Dude, stop! Don't back rub people. Don't back rub and random strangers. You're there with your friends. Like, what are you going to do? Like, dish your friends and go home with? Uh, well, man with but also, I don't swing that way anyway. But that, regardless, <laughs> you know, that's that's fine. But don't back rub strange. Don't back rub strangers. It's generally not a good idea. I don't mean to pull this gender thing, but that sounds like that's like a little taste of what it's like to be a woman. Oh, I'm People sure. coming up and unwanted, like, oh, doesn't that feel nice? Like, no, get the fuck off me. No, yeah, don't back rub anybody. And then you're a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Did the other Greg offer to make you soup, Greg? He did not offer to make me soup. But a back rub and a hot tub. Uh, well, I think he would have. I think he would have offered anybody a back rub and, <laughs> or soup. It didn't matter who was. It was anybody was invited back to his hot tub. I don't think he invited me, Greg. I'm. Sh- I am a hundred percent sure he would have invited you back to his hot tub okay. too. Well, thanks for trying to make me feel better. About oh it. no, he made comments. Ew. Yeah, he was. It wasn't an exclusive thing. It was wherever the wind was blowing. Whoever wanted to get in that hot tub that night, that's who he wanted over. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. That hot tub was open for everyone. Okay. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. First up, Greg. Are you a big Frosé fan? Do you know what a Frosé is? I don't, but I'm making it up in my I'm figuring it out in my head right now. Is it honestly frozen rosé? It is. Is that frozen really what rose. it is? Oh, wow. So that is a very popular drink amongst people, especially for during the summer. Okay. Uh, now there's a company that's offering to give $10,000 to a person who's willing to give up Frosé for the summer. Wait, just willing to give it up? Yes, yeah, so I was sold. I'll give it up. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I'm I won't. Like, I, think I won't you drink. Should offer to do it. I will promise, as hard as it is, that I will not drink any frosé this summer. I know. I was wondering how they were going to do this. If you have to like prove that, prove that it's like something that you can't live without. Is is that a, the case where there's people just like, oh, I can't go anywhere without? I my mean, frose. not without my frosé. Without my frosé. Oh, Karen's coming over. Make sure we have frosé available. Okay. Well, now there's this company called Cape Line Sparkling Cocktails. They say that they'll pay someone ten thousand dollars who pledges to uh, not drink frosé, which is a beverage made by freezing rosé. It's very complicated. And instead, drinking their canned cocktails, which can 
be put in a freezer to create an easy frosé alternative. All right. Fine. Sold. Applications are being accepted uh, through June 28th, so you've got five days to do this. What a ridiculous marketing campaign. To no way, frosé. How are they going to monitor if you drink frosé? I mean, if they're giving you $10,000, just don't drink frosé. Well, I mean, it's not a problem for me. I don't think I've ever actually had frosé. I've lived my life without drinking it. No, I've had it before, and it was good. Uh-oh. You wouldn't be able to give it up. Now that you remember what it is, yeah. you're going to want it all summer well, long. if you want to send an email, it should feature 100 words on living your best summer without frosé, along with a Done. photo of your ideal summer. You should just Dude, take a picture. for 10 grand? Yes, I'll write in and I'll, I'll certainly write in. Just take a p- picture of you dangling your feet in that hotel in Long Beach, Washington. <laughs> be like, this is my dream summer. I'm a rat. No way, frosé. No way, frosé. Uh, so the cocktail company's posting is the latest dream job, uh, offering brands seeking summer exposure. Um, so, yeah, Reynolds Rep is doing their chief grilling officer. Of course, Hotels.com is doing the pool hop. Yeah. And so now this one is doing your no pool way frosé. Can you combine them? Because you could do the pool hop and the no frosé. We should double read up, to double Hotels.com dip. and have them check out the <laughs> yeah, in the at one. the sea, <laughs> whatever that was called. All right. Next up out of Wichita Falls, Can- Wichita, Wichita Falls, Kansas. Wichita Falls. Wichita Falls. There are multiple Wichita uh, Falls, aren't there? There's Wichita Falls. I thought Wichita Falls was in Texas. That's what I said, Texas. You said Kansas. I said Texas. No, you're not. You just said Kansas. I said Texas. I think we all heard. Mm. I've been to Wichita Falls, Texas. Wow. I ate at a Dairy Queen there once. Wow. That's right. the end of my story well, the there. Wichita Falls Police Department say that two women have been arrested after stealing a basket full of steaks worth at least $200. Ooh. Well, according to the police report, Loretta Turner had 13 previous theft convictions. Oh, no. Uh, All steak-related? I don't know if they're steak-related. Let's find out. And Angela Davis, 44, had seven previous theft convictions. All right. This happened at Market Street. Employees uh, called police after they watched Turner and Davis enter the store and head straight for the meat section. <laughs> you never go straight for what you're going to – I mean, allegedly, this is what I hear. Don't go straight for it. Don't you kind of like yeah, they need look to around zigzag for a around. while? Like, oh, let's like look zigzag-y. at the prices on carrots. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go take a look at some soup. Then the meat. They headed straight to the meat section. Police say employees told them uh, that they watched the pair fill a shopping cart to the brim with meat and push the cart to an aisle with no one in it. It was there. Security video shows the women shoving steaks into their purses and clothing oh, until no. the cart was empty. The pair then... Took the unpaid meat for uh, meat past all the registers and tried to walk out of the store. Employees were able to stop them before they left, and they determined the total value of the steaks was two hundred and five dollars. Wow! So they were both rearrested, and as of today, they both remain still in the Wichita County Jail. You know what I'd like is for someday for World of Crazy to have enough of a budget to where for these stories we could pay for reenactments of what happened. That would be so fun. Like have a woman like just beelining it to the meat. Like you could play. We could play the people. You I mean, beeline it to the meat I section. I feel like that comes like, very naturally to me. I mean, I'm not a stealer. Pants but full I could, of meat. Yeah. yeah, but it's for the reenactment. And I could be like, wait. I'll, I'd be the one to stop Hold you. Hold there. Hold there, ma'am. Mm-hmm. What kind of meat is in those pants? Excuse me, sir. It's not your business what kind of meat is in my pants. <laughs> Got some trousers chuck full of steaks, madam. I, we've already talked about this with pants meat before. I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't want to like shove a bunch of meat in my pants and then try and eat them. No. But if we reenacted it, you'd have to. Yes. All right. Got a Florida man story out of Edgewater, Florida. Yes. A Florida man was arrested mm. this past weekend after police seized over three pounds of methamphetamine <sighs> worth over $25,000. But the man claimed, no, it was not for selling. It was for filtering pools. Oh, the, the, the classic meth, meth filter. That is probably what they used in Long Beach. Meth filter. Uh, yeah, so. No, they used no filter. Maybe they were just like, oh, there's meth in these filters. Let's just do it all. Screw the pool. Uh, this guy's name is Guillermo Ortega. Also, uh, three pounds is $25,000. Yeah, I did not Dang, know that's expensive. That, that was so expensive. 
Uh, he's being held on $25,000 bail. Ortega was arrested after police stopped him for doing 80 in a 45-mile-per-hour zone. Don't do that with $25,000 worth of meth, bro. <laughs> well, he might not be the brightest. I think so. Uh, and discovered he had an, uh, an outstanding arrest warrant out of Palm Beach County when police conducted a vehicle inventory before his car was towed. They found a black bag in the trunk that contained smaller vacuum-sealed bags with large quantities of an ice-like substance. Uh-oh. Well, the ice-like su- substance tested positive for meth, but according to Ortega, he said that the meth, no, it was not for human consumption, but it is used for high-tech pool filters. <laughs> this is very expensive pool filter. <laughs> Ortega was arrested with <laughs> trafficking meth and, and of 200 milligrams or 200 grams or more in possessing uh, drug paraphernalia. Who was also charged with twenty thousand dollars in theft. <laughs> oh my God! That's the best pool party ever. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he stole the car, too. Oh, sweet. So stolen car has a warrant out for his arrest, driving around with $25,000 worth of meth that he's claiming is for pool filters. For his meth pool. Mm-hmm. All right. That's what's happening Sounds legit. And I do have some sad news for one Greg Nibbler, because I what? know that this is going to hit a little close to home. What? I know you've been a fan of these. What? You're making, I honestly don't know what you're talking about. What? What? Do, are you familiar with the El Monterey frozen breakfast burritos? Yeah, I am actually. I haven't gotten them for a while, but they are delicious. El Monterey frozen be- breakfast burritos are now being recalled after complaints of rocks are being found inside oh, no. of them. Oh, no. Customers. Yeah, the jalapeno cheddar egg sausage one's really good. Customers expecting crunchy, crispy bacon in their breakfast burritos are being warned about the possibility of a different crunch. Just After rocks? a company has received multiple complaints about small rocks inside Ew. of the breakfast burritos. How did rocks get uh, in there? It says that they've received multiple complaints about rocks, prompting a recall of almost 250,000 pounds of frozen, not ready to eat breakfast wrap products. The frozen egg, potato, bacon, and cheese wraps were produced in January of this year, and it's sold in an eight pack family size variety. Yep, those are the ones I buy. According to the recall notice posted on the USDA website, the affected products are labeled El Monterey Egg Potato and Cheese Breakfast Wraps. Go, man. Yes. The items were shipped nationwide, even here in Oregon. The company said there's been potential injury related to the recall that anyone concerned about the possibility of injury or illness should contact a health care provider. Consumers who have impacted products um, stored in the freezer should throw them away or return them to the place of purchase for a refund. That's not good. Just wanted to give you a Did I ever tell you the worst thing I ever bit down on from fast food? I don't know if I want to know this. And I think I might already. So no. It's Taco Bell. No, I don't need to know. Soft taco. Oh, bullet shell. Bullet casing. BB something, right? Bird shot. Piece of bird shot. Oh, it's really disturbing. I bit down. I'm like, God, that's crunchy. And I pull it out. Something had been shot with a bird shot. It was in my taco. All right. All right. Well, there you have it, my friends. It's your world of crazy. Yeah. Stories like this remind me of that, and then I just bury it back down again. So it'll be mm-hmm. five years from now, I'll remember it again. Yep. Everyone has like some gross food thing that they have repressed because they want to still be able to keep eating. Yeah. Anyway, um, going from that, we do need to talk about just a couple of other things. First off being, there's birthdays in the air, Sarah. There are so many birthdays. Birthdays in the air. Today in particular, we have some Elvis for a very special birthday. Shout out to a friend of ours. It's Jessica's birthday. Miss Jessica. Happy, I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm going to make her listen and be like, listen to her show. Listen to the show, Happy Jessica. birthday, Jessica. Happy birthday to listen you. to this. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. I also want to give a big special birthday shout out to David. David. David, I'll see you in an hour to cater waiter. Yay. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. What a fun way from this one is birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. See, I kind of changed it up there at the end. I tried to. Also. Yeah, I wanted to get those in because. What, there's another one? No, there's, well, there's yours coming up. Well, that's what I was going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, go. And then we have to rush because nobody was going to. Yes. 
bring it up. All right, Greg, t- talk about your insecurities. Well, no, I'm not bringing up any insecurities. I'm just saying, you know, I have a birthday coming up next so week. So what and we my are saying. Is next, uh, next week, it happens to be on uh, Wednesday of next Tuesday of next week. Yeah, it's on Tuesday. So it's, you know, yeah. it's a hard day of course, to celebrate. national holiday. But according to birthday rules, that means I can wrap it back a little bit to the weekend before, according to official birthday rules. And, Greg, what is happening the weekend before well, at I'm Landmark saying, Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division, on Saturday, June 29th? At 11 a.m.? Well, 11 that just happens to be the live Fun Employment Radio show that is going on, where tickets are on sale right now at funemploymentradio.com. And since that retroactively makes it kind of my birthday weekend to celebrate, I'm just saying it would be fun if everybody who's listening wanted to come down midday, oh, it could have be a couple your drinks with me. Party. We have a couple drinks together. We, we'll have a live show going for you. We'll play some bingo. So it's your surprise, not surprise birthday party. It would be cool if uh, all, of, all of our listeners wanted to come down and, and hang out and pick up their tickets right now at funemploymentradio.com. It's all, that's all I need for my birthday. Oh, that's well, Greg, I... why don't we make this your birthday party? It'll be fun. Are you... no, but, no, because then what if people don't come? Oh, oh that's sick. sad. <laughs> I'm sure they'll come. Get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. Oh, I need Come to down, rebrand this. Hang All right, I down. need to rebrand. Come on down, hang I didn't up. even think about that because it does suck. Know, Your birthday is on a Tuesday. Everyone's out of town. Nobody by like remembers one, my say. birthday. Wow, Greg. Yeah, that was too much. No, too that far. was a little too much. Too far. Oh, but if you Saturday. do want to come, oh, there are still a few tickets available. So grab yes. your ticket. Come grab hang your out. tickets. Saturday, June 29th at the Landmark Saloon. Which is also supposed to be glorious outside. It is. Oh, and don't make Greg feel sad that nobody cares about his birthday. Stop, <laughs> Stop it! Now you're making it like a thing. You've made it into a thing. Uh, it's 11 a.m. Get your tickets. Get your tickets ahead of time, and then come on down and hang out. So what out do you for want day. for your birthday, Greg? Just people to come to the show. People to come to the show? People to come to the show. All Greg wants for his birthday is for you to come to the show. It's not that much. It doesn't take much of your time or money. It's $10. I mean, you're just there then, and then he knows, and then he knows that it's all worth it. Funemploymentradio.com to pick up your tickets. Oh, you're trying to find Jovial, or sound Jovial. Thank you, everybody. For tuning in to Fun Appointment Radio, we do really appreciate it. You are all wonderful people. And, uh, and yeah. Uh, Long Beach, Washington. Sorry it didn't work out. I'm glad you're there. I'm glad if you enjoy Long Beach that you enjoy it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm jealous. That was our honest you, review. I'm, I'm jealous if you enjoy it. I mean, honestly, I was trying. <laughs> I think we really, really tried. We did not give up. Greg? I think we tried. No, we didn't give up. No. No, we gave it a shot. Did it give you a cold? Yes, it made me sick. Yeah. Not only that, Long <laughs> uh, Beach also made me sick. That's super great. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Again, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all amazing, lovely people. Uh, get your tickets if you can. Pick up your tickets to, to Greg's Saturday, surprise, not surprise birthday party happening Saturday, June 9th at Landmark Saloon. June 29th. 29th. At Landmark Saloon. If it was the 9th, you would have already missed it. So the 29th. Through the fog of Long Beach. All right. Thank you, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up.